Have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. Thou art the potter, I am the clay. Mold me and make me after thy will. While I am waiting, yielded and still. Have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. Search me and try me, Master, today. Whiter than snow, Lord, wash me just now. As in thy presence, Humbly I bow. Have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. Wounded and weary, help me, I pray. Power, all power, surely is thine. Touch me and heal me, Savior divine. Have thine own way, Lord, have thine own way. Hold o'er my being absolute sway. Fill with thy spirit, till all shall see. Christ only always living in me. Well, good morning. I tell you, there is no place that I had rather be than right here, right now, with you. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of other things that I could be doing. There's a lot of other things that you could be doing, surely. But I tell you, there's, there's nothing that we could do that would be better for us than to be right here in the fellowship of the saints and in the sanctuary of our Lord. You know, I think it's probably the most um, quickly forgotten, perhaps the most um, uh, taken for granted uh, blessing that we have here in this church. That you know, we have a commandment that we should gather together often. He says, "Where two or three are gathered in my name, there will I be in the midst of them." We have the commandment to uh, keep a Sabbath day holy, and that when we do that his spirit will be here in the midst of us. That is a blessing. The Lord's spirit is here with us in this sanctuary, even right now. The Lord sees your sacrifice, that uh, you've made the choice this morning to get up, get dressed, be here on time, uh, mentally sharp, and uh, to be here, and the Lord blesses you as a result of it. I know I'm blessed, which is why it is my... Uh, privilege to be associated with the men that you see seated before you. In the fourth section of the Doctrine and Covenants you read, it says, um, if you have a desire, if you desire to serve the Lord, then you're called to the work. For behold, the field is white, already to harvest. And surely the men that you see sitting before you, they have a desire, and they continue to have that desire to serve the Lord. And as a result, that they are blessed, and we are blessed consequently. I, um, I was pleased to hear the, I was pleased to be here for class this morning, and also for the, um, the pre-worship service there. 
tell you it uh, was very beautiful. And um, from the book of Genesis, you can read from the first chapter here on the first and second verse. And it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Behold, I reveal unto you concerning this heaven and this earth. Write the words which I speak. I am the beginning and the end, the Almighty God. By mine only begotten, I created these things. Yea, in the beginning I created the heaven and the earth upon which thou standest. Please rise and sing with me now our opening hymn, hymn number 24, O Jesus, the giver of all we enjoy. Hymn number 24. Afterwards, we'll have our invocation by uh, Brother Dennis. Eternal Heavenly Father, what a pleasure and what a blessing to be able to come to this, uh, your house, to be able to come uh, to fill thy spirit within us, around about us, touching each one as we look forward to meeting you here. I pray, Heavenly Father, that you would be with our brother Mike now, as he would bring the spoken word, that we might be enlightened, that we might be fed by your gospel. These things I pray and give thanks to you. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Please bow with me now. Most kind and gracious Heavenly Father, hallowed and sacred is thy name. I pray to you, Father, knowing that um, in you is the infinite and the eternal. And so I pray to you, Father, knowing that you well know the needs of your saints and your church. And so I pray, Father, that you would bless uh, the monies that are taken up today. Bless them that uh, as they are dispersed, that they would seek to bring about your kingdom 
and uh, further your cause. Bless all those who do give into that offertory plate, Father, and all those who would desire to give if they could. Uh, For you are uh, capable of judging men's hearts and their desires of their hearts. And so I pray thee, Father, that you would uh, bless this congregation uh, even now. In Christ's holy name, amen. I've chosen for my scripture reading this morning from the book of Matthew, chapter 5, beginning with verse 16. Verily, verily, I say unto you, I give unto you to be the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hid. Behold, Do men light a candle and put it under a bushel? Nay, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light to all that are in the house. Therefore, let your light so shine before the world, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father who is in heaven. May the Lord add his spirit to the reading of his sacred word. wondering what's it all about life is full of heartbreak restlessness and doubt then a gentle stranger whispered words of love pointed me to heaven wrote my name above I know where I'm going and who I'm gonna see. I have a friend named Jesus waiting there for me. He has given something that only he could give. He gave his life in payment so that I could live. There are many mansions he's preparing there that could not be purchased by a millionaire. 
Streets of gold that glitter, gates of pearly white, in a day eternal where there is no night. I know where I'm going and who I'm gonna see. I have a friend named Jesus waiting there for me. He has given something that only He could give. He gave His life in payment so that I could live. Friend, if you are searching for a better way, I'm recommending Jesus. Trust in Him today. He will give life meaning like no other can. Come and travel with me to the promised land. I know where I'm going and who I'm gonna see. I have a friend named Jesus waiting there for me. He has given something that only He could give. He gave His life in payment so that I could live. Thank you, Brother Bill and Sherry Lynn. What a blessing it was to hear that ministry of music. We truly have a friend in Jesus. And what he gave us so we can live. That word live was the last word that you sang. And it's the first word in the title at the top of my page. Which says, live your testimony. I first want to say that God loves you. He loves me. And I don't know about you, but it never gets old hearing that. That's what it's all about, isn't it? And we can love others because he first loved us. Joe scheduled me to preach shortly after mountain camp and hoped that I might have some testimonies to share. And I'm afraid you're going to get your fill this morning because the Lord's given me a lot of material. Um, I'm so thankful for the week that he blessed us with. You know, it never goes according to my plan, which is great. The Lord has a better vision than we have. We uh, worship a God of light and truth, a God of justice and mercy and love. He is also that personal friend. In the book of Psalm. Chapter 46, verse 1, we read, God is our refuge and strength, a present help in trouble. You know, I pour a lot of planning into mountain camp, and I really enjoy it. It's, it's never anything that is a burden to me. Um, I love thinking about what hikes we're going to take. I love thinking about the classes that we're going to hear. And so 
I spend a good part of the year preparing for the next camp, and I've actually begun to prepare for next year already, and it's only been three weeks, I think. So I hope that I can um, effectively share the things that the Lord gave to us. I was... um, On that Saturday morning when we were preparing to leave, I got up, I think, around 4.30 just to put the finishing touches on um, packing and and getting ready. And I get in my truck all ready to head out to South Chrysler where we were meeting. And I start the truck and the air pressure light comes on. And uh, I figure, well, that... That's typical, isn't it? You get all ready, all planned, and then you get challenged. And so I said a prayer and um, trusted that the Lord would manage and take care of that little issue. And I stopped at a quick trip and and aired up the tire. And, uh, of course, I was concerned. We had at least 12 hours on the road and, um, and no time to fix a flat tire. Well, the Lord gave us a beautiful day to travel. Clear blue skies, sunny, temperatures were really nice. I even remember making the comment, boy, the Lord's really blessed us with a beautiful travel day. And then we hit Colorado Springs, and it started to pour and rain and rain. And, of course, my mind went to, uh, oh, boy, how are we going to unpack all of this gear in the rain? We had less than two hours left to to get to camp. And I could only imagine us trying to get situated in the mud and and everything getting wet and trying to figure out who's in what tent and and all those, those things. That's our human nature, is to worry. So shortly before we got to camp, the rains subsided. And we had just enough time to unpack, get in the tents, and go to bed. And then it rained again. And it rained pretty hard all night long. But the Lord provided for our needs. The next morning, again, the rain led up long enough for us to have our morning devotion, our breakfast. And then um, we were heading out to uh, do our first hike at Lookout Mountain. And it got really gloomy again, and um, the rain set in. And we met at the trailhead at that mountain, and we had a circle. We circled up for prayer. And you know, in my preparations, I, I visualize the way the days are going to go. This wasn't what I envisioned. Um, Lookout Mountain, based on my research, it, it was a, a nice summit hike that. Um, would be challenging, but I knew that everybody could do it on the first day, and it's called Lookout Mountain, and at the top of that mountain, there's uh, large boulders and a really challenging climb to get to the top, and once you reach the top, the mountains are all before you, all around you, so a beautiful view. I was really looking forward to that. And here it was, overcast. And so I said a prayer. I I said, Lord, um, help us to hear your voice. And uh, our hope is that we may be able to to have blue skies and the rain would subside. And, And I said, nevertheless, I want your will to be done. So we started out on our hike, and and it was rainy and kind of just dreary. 
Um, you, we could hardly see our destination. We could barely make out the, the mountain that we were heading to. And in my mind, I thought, wow, this is a wonderful way to start camp. But we kept pressing on, and we uh, made our way up to the very top where there wasn't a trail, and we managed to, um, to find our way, and we kept climbing and kept climbing. And we got to the very top, and we were literally in a cloud. Some of you may have seen pictures of this. But um, everywhere we looked, all around us, white. You look up, around, we couldn't even see anything below us except for the very rocks that we were on. It wasn't quite what I had in mind. But you know, the Lord had better plans for us that day. You know, he wanted us to focus on him and on one another. And to not be distracted, I hate to call it a distraction, but it probably would have been to see that beautiful landscape out before us. He wanted us to see the beauty on each of our faces. That we would recognize one another and his image in our countenance. And honestly, it was a heavenly experience. Being in that cloud, it was so quiet. And we had an opportunity to listen to Him. You know, our eyes deceive us, our eyes seek those things of the world, those lustful desires. And we fail to see the beauty within one another. Our first class was uh, given by Joseph Alanese, and he spoke on the topic of loving one another. Who is it that we can serve today? To take our thoughts off of ourselves and to consider one another. How appropriate that was. And then Ellie Smith, still getting used to calling her Ellie Smith, had the next class. And it also was just so appropriate. It was based on the hymn, Look for the Beautiful. I'd like to read just a few words from that hymn. Look for the beautiful, look for the true. Think of the beautiful, think of the true. Talk of the beautiful, talk of the true. And here's that word again. Live for the beautiful. Live for the true. Lifting the fallen as Christ lifted you. Search for the jewels embedded in sin. Bring them to Jesus. His blood washes clean. Live for the beautiful. Keep love within. Isn't that beautiful? Those words spoke so powerfully to us on that day. You see, the Lord always knows better than we know. 
We got to see those mountains later in the week. He knew that we needed to come together as a group to recognize his spirit moving. But it is an odd feeling to be up in a cloud. And in my mind, and I tried to explain this, that right over there, there's a beautiful mountain range. And I tried to convince him of that. And, um, you know, it could have been anything out there. It was white. Couldn't see anything. You know, the veil between us and heaven is very curious, isn't it? We read about it. We hear of experiences about it. But sometimes we just can't comprehend what we know is there. But in due time, the Lord reveals truth to us one way or another. When I'm talking to my mom, one of the regular questions that she asks, she's probably asked Brenda, I wonder what our loved ones are doing in heaven. There's that question. What are they doing? We have to trust our faith, don't we? Trust in our God and his words. We made it our made our way down the mountain again in the rain, made it back to camp, and um, thankfully the rain let up for dinner. I can only imagine how difficult it would be to, to have dinner in the rain. The Lord blessed us again. It picked up again during class, and we huddled underneath a couple canopies and made do. And then it rained most of that night wasn't quite what I had planned. But again, when we rose in the morning, the rain subsided for our morning devotion and breakfast. And it began to clear up for the day. This next day was a, a hike to Mount Shabano, which is a 14er. And uh, if you hear me talking about 14ers, those are the peaks that are over 14,000 feet in elevation above sea level. And this was a mountain that I climbed with my brother and nephew, believe it or not, 19 years ago. And um, so I didn't have a lot of recollection. I, I had some notes, and I knew that the, the lower portion was really beautiful. And so I was looking forward to experiencing that with the campers. And uh, lo and behold, that morning, uh, you know, I was thinking, oh, this is going to be a great day. Got in my truck. The tire pressure light comes back on. And I prayed again, and we were, we were able to stop at a service station, get it aired up. And, um, you know, I was thinking, well, this is a, a slow leak. It's not, not going to be too bad, so this will be fine. We'll... We'll air it up, and, you know, there's not much time to do anything other than what was planned. We, uh, we started out on this hike, and, and I often go before the group and, and um, you know, take a look at the trail. And if there's a juncture, I like to describe it over the radio to the groups behind me so that they take the right trail and they don't get lost. Um, so I have a lot of time to hike quietly and to hear the Lord's voice. And as I was hiking, one another solo hiking was coming down and we struck up a conversation and, um, you know, I told him about our group and, and so he wanted to share with me what his uh, men's scripture group 
had been studying. And he said, it's from Galatians 5. And I said, oh, well, that's the fruits of the Spirit. And he said, yeah, but I want to read something different than that. Or he didn't read it. He just, he tried to quote it. But uh, verse 16, it's this I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Do we walk in the Spirit? Or do we let our eyes deceive us? When we walk in the Spirit, we can hear that good voice. We got to a good stopping point, and we had our classes. And Brother Andrew Smith shared um, his class about uh, the, the beautiful gift of our agency that the Lord gives us. And the power that he gives us to make our own choices and the importance of those choices. And you know, Andrew read a scripture of all places from Galatians 5. Just a couple verses above 16. For brethren, ye have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh. But by love, serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Very appropriate. And you know, this man, he had no idea. I had no idea this class was coming up that we would be focusing on that same scripture. The Lord is, is so merciful. And so creative, how he reveals himself to us. In Romans 12, 21, be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. And then we sat under the, the teaching of uh, Amy Burke, and we talked about uh, fear and anxiety We talked about that this morning, didn't we? How there's so much fear and anxiety in our world today. I'm going to borrow some of her material. She gave us this handy card that we can keep in our scriptures. The acronym, if you want to write this down for fear, I think that's the word acronym. False evidence appearing real. False evidence appearing real. See, fears and anxieties, they push aside rational thinking and clarity of mind. They take our focus off reality and disturb peace. They create negative thinking and doubt. But we fight fear with truth and trust in God. We spoke a lot about truth at camp. John 8:32 and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. And trust Isaiah 55 and 8 for my thoughts are not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. We need to seek the Lord when we find ourselves in a state of fear. Psalm 34 and 4, I sought the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. And we need to praise him. Psalm 111 and 1, praise ye the Lord, I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. That's what we're doing today, aren't we? We're praising our creator. Philippians 4 and 6, be afflicted for nothing, be afflicted for nothing, but in everything by prayer 
and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. We came down off of the mountain, started to head back towards camp. And believe it or not, we saw some more precipitation. And we got pounded with hail. It was, it was pretty severe. I was concerned about our vehicles. Um, and we, we kept driving, just kept pushing through. And you know, in the midst of that storm, we could look off to the left, and the Lord gave us a rainbow to trust in him. And we kept driving on to the campgrounds, and again in my mind I'm thinking, how are we going to carry on the rest of the evening with this hailstorm? Every time we, um, we approached camp, we, we passed this sign that said, uh, caution, um, watch for flash floods. Well, I, I never paid much attention to that sign until at this moment, and it, there, it was floods everywhere, and, um, but we kept pressing on. And I would guess it was less than a quarter of a mile from camp, the hail stopped, just, just stopped. And there was no sign of hail at the camp. And we, uh, we were able to finish our evening again uninterrupted by rain. The next day um, was our rafting day. We got up, and um, the sun, we, we started to see blue um, sky, which was nice. And I was excited about the day and approached my truck. And um, you know that tire pressure gauge, light? I didn't have to look at that. The tire was basically a, a pancake, and um, so I wasn't quite sure what to do. And you know, this is to me was an example of how beautiful it is for us to rely on one another. Alec Davis, one of my staffers, he had this really cool um, battery-powered air compressor. And uh, had it not been for him, we would have been in trouble. But we plugged that in, told it what pressure we wanted, watched it air it up. And uh, we were able to uh, make an appointment, take it to the, the tire shop, and uh, dropped it off. And, and I was able to get in another vehicle, and we, we carried on with our day, didn't hardly miss a beat. And so I thank the Lord for working all that out. We had the opportunity to raft, and um, there was a little apprehension, I think, from um, maybe some of the campers, some of the parents, about, about attempting this. And um, so, you know, we calmed our fears, and, and we listened to the guides. And um, so there was, I think, six rafts, and, and I was, like, towards the back, and they, you know, the guys were talking about what we should do when there's a swimmer, when someone falls out of the raft, and uh, I was hopeful that that wouldn't happen, and uh, the, our guide and our raft was just talking away, and um, lo and behold, there was a swimmer, and um, it didn't happen at a place that would norm that they were used to this happening, and the guide was just talking and didn't even listen to us, hey, there's, there's a swimmer. Um, and it was one of ours, and I was concerned. Um, and I don't see Anna here, so uh, I've picked on her enough, but it was our sister Anna. And I know that she's had a lot of experience on the river canoeing. And we don't know, she doesn't even know how she ended up in the water, but there she was. And she had found a solid rock to push against. The river was coming up around her, and, and she was able to, to steady herself. 
against that rock. And she found another smaller rock that she could hang on to. And and I hope that she shares her testimony with us sometime. But we were reminded of of that rock. Um, we read in the second Samuel verse or chapter twenty one forty seven, the Lord liveth and blessed be my rock, and exalted be the God of the rock of my salvation. Psalms eighteen and two, the Lord is my rock and my fortress, and my deliverer, my God, my strength, in whom I will trust. Psalm 31 and 3, for thou art my rock and my fortress, therefore, for thy name's sake, lead me and guide me. And one more, Psalm 62, David really liked this analogy. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. Anna was very calm and did exactly what she needed to do. She, uh, she waited until another raft approached and was able to push off, and, and they were able to pull her in. And um, that rock was, was placed there for her protection. We came back to the camp that night and uh, heard a wonderful class uh, Alec and Sarah Davis gave about truth. I love this topic about truth. Because in, in our world today, we hear so many non-truths. And we hear the lie that my truth can be different than your truth. And I think that that is a weak way to avoid difficult conversations. And a weak way to not discover and to seek truth. And it causes confusion. For we know that there's one truth, and that is Jesus Christ. And he is all truth and all light. And sure, we have many different perspectives, different experiences, but yet we should all seek the truth, not just our own The following day, we uh, we went to Monarch Pass and um, set out to hike the Crest Trail. So we were above, um, in the upper elevations, we made it above the tree line, and we started out on a, a road, uh, a dirt road up the mountain. I, again, was with the first group, and... Lo and behold, every group missed the right trail. Um, I was able to to discover it on my app, and I directed that first group back to the right path. And I, I, in my mind, thought that the other groups would find the right path or at least do what we did. And... Um, Quite a while longer, I looked back, and again, we were above tree line, and we could see a long ways, and I saw those two groups, they were completely off the right trail. And um, so I got on my radio, and I said, "I, I can see you, you're going the wrong way, and um, I don't exactly remember the the response, but it was kind of disbelief, like, uh, no, we're not. <laughs> I said, I can see you. You're going the wrong way. And so they, they turned around and made their way. They never did see our group until they were pretty much upon us. And uh, so we waited for them, and, and our plans changed. We didn't get to the destination that, that I had planned again. But the Lord had a better plan, and we got to do another summit that day, and, and it was a glorious sunny day. So I'm thankful for that. But you know, 
It's interesting how easy it is for us to get off the path. And oftentimes we don't recognize it until we've traveled quite a distance on that path. And the Lord may even speak to us and say, you're on the wrong path. Do we listen? Oh, I got this. But again, he has a greater vision than our own. And all we have to do is to come to him and he will direct us to the path of righteousness through that gate of Jesus Christ. On this hike, we got to listen to wonderful testimonies um, of Andrea Alanese and how the Lord had heard and answered her prayers at impactful moments throughout her life. We sang, What a Friend We Have in Jesus on the Mountains. And we also had a, a wonderful class by Brian Burke that talked about relationships, the importance of a relationship with one another, with our spouses, with God. And as a church, how we need to prepare for that marriage supper and how we need to condition our lives to be prepared to wear that clean linen. Brian gave us this to keep in our scriptures in Revelations 19, 8 and 9. And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white, for the fine linen is the righteousness of saints. And he saith unto me, Write, Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he hath saith unto me, These are the true sayings of God. It's interesting how uh, when Brian was, was teaching, he noticed a couple evergreen trees right near him. They were pretty small, but they looked like they were embracing. How appropriate to, to talk about relationships, and, and there was a great example. And then just down the valley, the tree that was most dominant in our view, it looked like it had one time been a very um, tall, prosperous tree, and it was a solitary single tree, and it was nothing but a dead trunk. And, you know, it reminded us of uh, the consequences of us doing our own thing, separating ourselves from one another. We see the result of that. We made our way back to the, the, the pass and um, was coming out of the gift shop and there were three backpackers there. And I was just curious what their plans were and I, I asked them, I said, uh, where are you guys headed? And they said, well, and I expected them to talk about some trail or interesting thing that they were going to go see. They said, well, we'd like to go to Salida. Do you have room? And um, I thought, well, lo and behold, that's the day that I was in my truck by myself. And I had three empty seats. And what better way to love our neighbor than to say, yeah, jump in. And so I threw their gear in the back of the truck. We were going to Salida anyway. And, you know, I was able to visit with them about our group. We had a nice conversation. I let them out. And I kind of beat myself up. I said, you know, I didn't even share my testimony with them. But then the more I thought about it, I did, through giving them what they needed at the time. And they knew. 
I didn't have to preach a sermon. They didn't ask for a sermon. They asked for a ride. The Lord gives us opportunities to help those in need. And doesn't it feel good when you actually respond? Because there's lots of times when I have not responded. James 1, 22, But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. The best way to share a testimony is to live your testimony. I can honestly tell you, this afternoon we will remember a man that lived his testimony. Brother Bob preached wonderful sermons. But for me, it was more about the way he lived that I will always appreciate and remember. Our last evening, we um, made preparations for our closing service, for our talent show, and... um, We made the good decision of going into the lodge because it, again, poured on us that night. And we were thankful to have access to that. And we were carrying on and making all kinds of ruckus and uh, laughing and, and cheering. And, you know, we drew a little crowd of teenagers that weren't a part of our group. And they came up the steps, and they were in a separate room that was separated from our room with interior glass windows. And so they were kind of there, but not. And I uh, went to, um, well, it wasn't long, and and then a a woman came, and I assumed it was one of their mothers. And uh, I went and invited them to come in, and she said, I may want to, but... uh, but they continued to hang back. I'll never forget the spirit that we felt in that room as we began to sing spiritual songs. Gentle shepherd, how great thou art. And our voices, the room was not huge. We were packed in there, and it was a vaulted space, and and the reverberation was just beautiful. One of our campers, uh, Emma Turner, noticed this group, and she felt compelled to invite them again. And she said a prayer to herself that uh, if, if we sing the old, old path, I'll go invite them. Lo and behold, that was the very next song. So she went. And the teenagers didn't come in, but mom did. And I didn't um, get to see because she sat right behind me. But those that could see her witnessed streams of tears running down her cheeks. It was impossible to be in that space and not to be consumed with the good spirit. And so I'm so thankful for Emma that responded. And you know, sometimes we... We all need multiple invitations, don't we? And the Lord's invitation is never ending. He continues to invite us unto him. We've been in many experiences where the the wildlife respond to our singing. The deer, the, the marmots, the birds, like a scene out of Snow White. You know, we all have special and unique gifts 
And the neat thing is that they are unique, and we need one another to share those. There's so many things I want to share. I'm going to wrap it up. I know I'm going long. I apologize. My Uncle Francis uh, became very good friends with a Nepalese man by the name of Ram Baral. And uh, this last week, for whatever reason, he started to text me scriptures. And yesterday morning, he texted me three scriptures. Every one of them um, were about the topic that I was wanting to preach about. So he responded to that spirit. I encourage all of us to listen to his voice, to walk in the spirit, to follow that prompting, to look to one another, to look for ways to serve. In closing, I want to read... uh, Just a couple short verses from hymn 453. When Holy Ghost shall come in power with knowledge deep profound, ye shall be witnesses of me to earth's remotest bound. Proclaim my words unto the world to humble men and kings. Bear witness of those things ye know, the peace my spirit brings. We would not hide the gospel's light, But sensing man's great need, we would be witnesses of Christ in life, in word, in deed. Until thy kingdom comes on earth, we pledge our lives again. Till out of Zion, light shall shine in witness to all men. Let us all continue to strive to live our testimony in Christ. the eternal heavenly father it is a joy and a privilege to come before thy throne of grace at this hour that you have poured out your spirit upon this uh, place we are in this day 
It has touched the hearts of all those that are here. And what a joy and pleasure it is to uh, feel the spirit of our living God in us and in others. May we go forth in the light and truth that you have given us. We thank you for the many blessings you provide for us. We pray that you would uh, give us a safe journey to and from where we may go this day and all others around us too. That our friends and families and those that we share each and every day with might be enlightened truth and joy and happiness. May you find truth in all things that we see and do. May we look forward to the uh, day to come, that it might be beautiful upon our, on the mountain of nice holy hill that we desire to come up to. And may we find the spirit that we desire each and every day to live with, to live in truth. And Father, we thank you for all you provided your great, wonderful blessings upon us all. And may you provide us a benediction upon this service that we might go forth this day to share all that we have heard and done. We ask it in the holy and blessed name of thy Son, Jesus the Christ. Amen.